why are you giggling like this? Are you looking at Minjay? Yeah. <laughs> wow. This whole time I was just looking at Minjay. Hello, everyone. We are back for another week. Our talk o Tuesdays now <laughs> here at Natural Average Fan. Props to Terika, who is sadly hey. not here today. Yeah, she went on vacation, so you know she enjoying herself. She's having a great old time out there. So hey, in the in the Mexico, <laughs> in Cynthia's homeland, yeah. and I kept her streaks alive. Thank you. <laughs> Thank yes. you for coming to her TED talk. Hello, everybody. This is Carolina. And just so y'all know, GOT7 <laughs> is having a repackage in December, and I can't wait. Thank you, JYP representative. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, this this is Cynthia. Um, I'm tired, and I am here. Thank you. Uh, it's Kat, and tomorrow I go to war for winter tickets. Oh, yeah, same. That's so right. Me. Let us know if you guys are going and to which show. Yes. Tweet at us. Um, if you are at the Seattle show on January 15th, we will be there. Woo! Okay. Except Carolina. Yeah, except me. Carolina it's on a dang Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> it's on a Tuesday. It's going down on, on a Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. When it's coming up. <laughs> oh my god but moving on let's start this off with the news of the week it's been kind of like a slow week but there's been a lot of messed up stuff that's causing yeah. a lot of uh talk in the twitterverse and all this stuff but um let's start with some good news astro announced that they will be Ooh, having a concert in korea yay. it'll be december 22nd and 23rd and it's gonna be their Merry first Christmas, concert. Bitch. seriously <laughs> and it's gonna be their first concert in about like a year and five months so almost a year and a half out there and i know that there were a lot of arohas very very happy on my timeline so i'm really happy about that i'm happy for them because with everything that was going down with fantasio it's good to see like their acts like making comebacks and doing things like that like getting like a little shine of light from them like everything's like gonna be okay so i really i'm happy for astro astro is so good they're super talented so Little babies that are not babies anymore. Oh, I wish I could like see them again. They were so good at KCON. Yeah, they were so good at New York when we saw them. Astro we were... tour the states. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that might be coming if they're gonna do this. Maybe have like a comeback, come to the states. Yes, sub K or we somebody. We have put it out into the podcast, so therefore it shall become. It shall yes, become true. Um, speaking of coming to the States, two um, of our groups have announced that they are coming to the States. We talked, well, I talked briefly about it, but Winner announced their North American leg of their tour. And also MXM yes! is coming, which is really exciting oh for me. Like, because Carolina, myself, and Terika, we all watched Produce 101, the second oh season. God. I can't And wait. we grew very attached to majority of the boys that were on the show. And MXM are two of those people if you don't know they're brand new boys multiple things they can be called but yeah they are touring the states we don't have dates yet right or no they, they they only like announced that they were coming um in like beginning of the year so yeah i don't remember if it said like in a specific month but there were no dates or any like cities or anything like that but I am so, so hyped for this. I never thought that I would see these boys live. So I am so excited. Oh, my God. And the company they're coming with, Studio Pav, I think, right? They, yeah. Um, 
they're really cool. They have this cool thing where you can get like individual Polaroid pictures with like individual members. Yes. So that's super exciting. And I am going to spend all of my money on that. <laughs> Honestly, same. Um, also, Tiffany is also touring here. Yes, Tiffany will yes, also be is. here. And for any K-Hip-Hop fans, Loopy and Nafla um, are also coming to the States. They just all announced like their tour and stuff. So there's a lot of people coming. And surprisingly, everyone is coming to Seattle. Woo! Finally, <laughs> I don't have oh. to travel. Tiffany is going to my favorite venue in seattle if you don't know it's called crocodile thank you (laughs) go there it's amazing although it gets really hot but it's still a great time and it's really intimate and i'm excited and they usually have like a couch on like the top tier of the balcony so i'm you know that's what we're going for yeah (laughs) she's like i have my seat ready i know what i'm getting at girl that's where the bar is so you know i'm gonna be there (laughs) but yeah like seattle's popping off ace is coming here then i'm seeing Crush. That's right, Kat. You're seeing Ace in like yeah. next week. I'm seeing Ace as well. Thank you, Carolina. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry because you always skip out on everything. <laughs> no, I'm sorry that I don't have money. <laughs> sorry. Um, we Way see, to discriminate me. We see Ace in nine days and then I see Crush like three days after that. And then Winner's coming on the 15th. Tiffany's going to be here. Wow. It's it's a great loopy and Nafla announced show their show in Seattle. I'm just like, it's a great time to be me. I don't have to travel <laughs> anymore to go to shows. Wow. This is the funny thing though. I'm seeing Ace and they are coming to Florida, but I'm going to the Georgia show. <laughs> like, all You're, right. You know your ass gonna end up at the Miami. I show know. Too. I feel like I will end up there. There is no denying it. Now it's time for my least favorite segment of the show and it's called what the fuck is cube doing and it is a weekly show thank you <laughs> it is with how they're literally going becoming yes. a weekly talk with us um i'm still distraught mm-hmm. um i feel like everyone saw this coming yes. but no one wanted yeah. it to happen um, and also no one knew when it would happen. Right. Um, so it was just like an elephant in the room that you couldn't even say yeah. anything about because nobody knew what was going to happen. Knew exactly what was knew happening. Exa- exactly. It was just the elephant just kept on growing, 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 growing. And now it freaking exploded. And if you don't know what we're talking about, Edon left Pentagon. Well, he's no longer Edon anymore. Oh, that's right. Um, I had to today. Wait, I have to talk about the story. <laughs> today we were talking and I was saying uh, because he posted on his Instagram with his lovely girlfriend. Fuck you, Cube. And he posted this video of her and it was so cute. And um, our friend Kalea was like, oh, who are you talking about? I was like, Elon from Pentagon. I was like, wait, I can't even say that anymore. <laughs> the thing is, like, of course, like I said, Everyone knew it was going to happen. Just nobody wanted it to happen. Mm -hmm. And it came to the point where everyone was just like, please just like tell us like, is is he in it? Is he not? And the crazy thing is that this happened right as Yanin came back. Mm -hmm. I know. To Pentagon. And like, what are they feeling like? Because they Mm -hmm. haven't said it. That's my thing. I don't even like. I'm not sure if they can. Like that's what I'm thinking. I I feel like they probably can't express. Like they can't like say anything about what the situation is. But but that just makes it so sad. Like all I can think about is 
how are again like yeah like how are they feeling like how did they take the news did they even know that this was happening on t or did they just find out when they were like oh he left like how sad is that like he's he's a member of well, this because group if, and ugh. if you watch pentagon maker because that's how i originally got into pentagon is because i watched the reality show and Jung fought so hard for all 10 members to debut because at a certain point the plan was not all 10 of them to debut together that they would windle it down to a few less members but he fought so hard he was like this is my group like this it's the 10 of us or it's nothing he got a whole ass tattoo for pentagon on his like permanently inked onto his body mm -hmm. and, and cube did i can him only like imagine this. and then i think of that fan sign where kino was telling the story about them in the dorm and it involved hyojung and then he just started crying and i'm like i can't even imagine what they have to be going through right now oh like, my god stop i'm so sad it's the same with like exo like when chris left and when luhan left and when tao left like they were never allowed to say anything about it and i think that built up so much like animosity and like not having respect for their company because i feel like exo and sm like of course they have an okay relationship because it's you know company and artists but i feel like it distanced them from one another you know what i mean because oh they yeah felt no like definitely they trust sm because sm let you know the let last of down. their band go now i feel like it's going to be the same thing with pentagon and cube like they're never going to be able to fully trust cube and i don't blame them whatsoever i don't trust cube yeah. yeah i don't trust cube the hell i'm telling you i feel like when we said that they the ceo the new ceo was like has a conspiracy against cube i think it's true Truly. man but my biggest thing, too, is none of this would have started if people hadn't accused Tana of sexually harassing Edon. I know. Like, he is a grown-ass man. If he had ever felt uncomfortable with her doing what he she did, I'm sure he would have said something about it. And yep. then when y'all were, when they were all like, well, he's uncomfortable. And then they were like, nah, we're dating. Y'all are like, oh, my God, what? Kick him out. There were so many people that were like, kick him out of Pentagon. Kick him out of Pentagon. And I'm just like. And then I was just, I was sitting there watching that video he posted of Hyuna. I was like, damn, think of how in love you have got to be to film your girl peeling an egg. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Not only that, but basically the like they, side, they, announced, they announced the news. And then literally the moment that it dropped that he had left. Oh, yeah. He posted on Instagram. <laughs> he was With like, her. what's up, bitches? <laughs> yeah. And he like, changed he changed his Instagram name yep. as well. And also, um, now they can just openly, they openly flirt with each other on Instagram. I know. It's, it's so cute. He I posted a snippet of the song that he's working on because he said the grind don't stop. And then Kiana commented, was like, I want to I wanna hear the full version. And he said, I'll think about it. Smirk emoji. I said, ooh. <laughs> We're probably right next to each other too. <laughs> I know. That's, on, that's the only bright side. We hope that they do, that they release a diss track for Q. You Thank might. you. <laughs> well, moving on from a little bit more uh, cooler news. Um, BTS! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there we um, go. Yes, as a big hit representative. Hello. Hi. <laughs> we go. go ahead and tell them. <clears throat> the movie broke. Uh, box office records. Are we surprised? No. 
<laughs> they re- um they did what was the exact number three point five yeah. fifty four mil mil milli okay in U.S. alone. And that was just I'm pretty sure that was just the pre sales, wasn't it? No, and that was they- like. That was the full thing for the okay. full three days, apparently, just from the tickets. Um, that was just the U.S. alone. And I think, well, like, worldwide, it hit, like, $9 million or something like that. But um, basically, when it came to, like, music documentary type thing, the only group that ever did this was One Direction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember that. When their movie came out. Yeah, when their movie came out, and nobody had broken that record since uh, the One Direction movie came out, like, 2014, I want to say. Tw- no, I'm my bad. Yeah, like, 2014. Yeah, um, it was, like, 2014. Yeah, 2014, 2015, some, something like that. No, but like, nobody, when it came when it came to music documentary, nobody broke that record until now BTS came through and destroyed it all. I know that people have, like, went to the movies to see this multiple times. Um, oh yeah! Oh yeah! I wanted to. Yeah. I can't wait for that DVD to come out because it was a really, really good movie. I cannot believe that they made that movie out of the same—not the same footage, but like, like the footage that they had from, frame. yeah, as uh, Burn the Stage, the series on YouTube. Because I, I was thinking like, damn, I'm about to watch the whole thing again. But nope, it's a whole movie. And also, my baby Tay, he did a such a great dramatic read during the whole movie. Right. <laughs> he was so oh. dramatic i loved it cat turned to me she was like who the hell's reading that and i was like my man i was like who's narrating this shit <laughs> but um the best part of the movie was min yung yi he was Yoongi? the mood yep a whole mood the whole movie being like nah i don't drink while i write songs drinks three bottles of wine <laughs> he was so red too like he had that asian glow as he was drinking the wine he's like he's like this is a like this is not coming out how i need it to be and then he just drank another bottle i, <laughs> I just know loved it was it great because like you heard little like things like when certain members came on screen you were like oh they were like oh, oh, oh. but then the fucking tana came on screen and everybody was like oh! Yes. Did you see that? And that's the true, the true star. Yeah. So, but the the movie was really, 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 really good. And like, I'd never watched the series on YouTube because my thing expired, and I didn't want to pay for it again. Um, but I do want to say though, towards the end, there is a part that they keep like moving back to when like they had like their debut days, and I just want to call out that when my city was playing. Maybe, oh, like, me and two other people oh, yeah. in that damn freaking theater, theater knew what the hell the song was. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, I'll just, all right. I, fe- I guess. <laughs> it's like the girl when we were, because we, me, Cynthia, and Kalea, we took our hip-hop monsters. Um, if you don't, if you're not familiar with BTS, their hip-hop monsters are, like, the stuffies, the plushies they came out with, at, like, at the very beginning of their career. And each one of them had, like, an animal. So, like, Tay is a monkey. I have Jimin, who's a cat, and then our friend Kalea has Cookie, who's a bunny. Jimin's a cat. And um, <laughs> so we were With carrying like four them ears. around. Yeah, he has like 12 ears. We were <laughs> carrying them around, and a girl looks at mine, and she goes, oh, you have Tay. And I was like. I turned around so quick. I was like, I have Tay. <laughs> and then Kat was like, this is Jimin. <laughs> And the girl just kind of like, kind of did like the Homer Simpson, like faded into the background. That's what she did. 
<laughs> you know what? Funny. We're not bashing new fans. It's just funny because I, the the amount of stories that I heard, like I read one that she this said girl, with her whole chest. she really did. She That's was like, why. you have Tay. I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, the amount of things I read on Twitter, it was like, I know somebody was there talking to somebody like, you know, they got to the movies and they were just talking about BTS or whatever. And the girl asked her like, oh, like, how long have you liked them? And the girl was like, oh, yeah, I've liked them for three years. And they were like, no, go, no way. Like, I've seen them since debut. Like, what's your first song you heard? And the girl was like, DNA. And I'm like, <laughs> girl, DNA came out last year. What are you talking about? Like, I have no problem with new fans. But just say that you're a new fan. Like, don't try right? to don't act try. cool and say, like, I was there since the beginning when you weren't. Like, it doesn't matter if you were there from the beginning or not. You're a fan and that's what matters. What is the first song y'all heard from BTS? Mm. Mine was Just One Day. No, I think mine was Run. I really don't remember, honestly. I'm pretty sure that we got into the fandom when the Most Beautiful Moment in Life series started. Like, the trilogy. Yeah, I that's what I think. Because I think the first song I heard because of my sister was Run. I remember that. I remember being so confused about the theories and shit. I was like, wait, what? And then Carolina was like, this is the order you have to watch them in. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, because I feel like me and Carolina got into BTS at the very start of the most beautiful moment. In yeah, because I, yeah, I got into them after Red Bullet. And then Kat started getting into k-pop the next year like 2016 like february and and that's when the that's when that era was so yes beautiful beautiful and then i came a couple months after that yep so i remember i was just like when they were like bts going to k-con i'm like no way me too (laughs) that was my first like k-pop experience my k-pop concert experience was 2016 k-con in new york that was a the good year. BTS. That was BTS. Seventeen day six. Yo, was that was EDC. such a good time. I'm so sad. <laughs> oh, that's right. Day six was there. Yeah. Stop it. Also, day six is still not in America. Thank you. And seventeen. Yeah, it Again. was. It was anyway. a good, good lineup. That was a really good show. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but, so straight kids, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay, moving on. <laughs> We hit a nerve with Cynthia. Right right. Now. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, I was at stupid EDC. Oh my god. So anyway, Stray Kids came out with a music video for their song "Get Cool," and it's really, really cute. It's Love um, they were just like little d- d- uh, dressed up like little kind of like nerdy and things like that. And then towards the end, they like change and they're like wearing leather jackets and things like that. I'm like, all right, but it's uh really adorable, really good. I mean, the song is really cute too. So. Um, it worked out concept wise, and I mean, Stray Kids just out here like killing the game, as we can see. I so. love them. Yeah. I I also love them dearly, and I'm very happy. I finally have a man's too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah, Stray Kids stand Stray Kids because they deserve it. They're gonna be the they're the come up. They're the next big thing. Yeah. Oh, wow. oh yes. Their music is so good. It's right up my alley. Oh, they're so good. Talented, amazing. I am you. You won't regret it. Um, this also isn't in the list that we we're gonna talk about. But if you didn't know, um, Victon just had a <laughs> oh my god, yes, very Victon, important time. Victon just had their first ever fan meet. Uh, their Aww. Wonderland 
And me and Cynthia would just like to say that we're very proud of them. And mm-hmm. we're very sad mm-hmm. that they we couldn't be there. But <laughs> when they come to the States for the first time ever, because they've never, ever been here before, we will see them. <laughs> and it's going to be a great time. It is time for Fuckery of the Week. We have two things. One of them I am incredibly heartbroken about, to be completely Honestly, fair. Honestly, same. I, was kind of devastated. This is the first time someone I stan and love, like, gave so much love to did something so, like, terrible. And I had a very hard time. So, um, Longu, Youngguk, whichever one you want to call him, um, of JBJ, he's a solo artist now. He was on Produce 101. It came out, uh, I want to say, like, at the beginning of the week that he had some scandalous behavior going on um, where he would miss schedules for, like, going out and drinking and, like, he was too drunk to do schedules and um, that fans kept his secret of him having a girlfriend um, throughout his promotional period and that he would throw away fan gifts and he was extremely rude to fans and that a whole thing with his cats and that he used one of his members cardboard cutouts as a dartboard and just all in all that he's a complete douchebag yeah Um, basically and and it's it's sad it's so sad sad because basically this opened up basically this basically opened up the the floor to conversations about if this person that has this image that like such a sweet and like quiet and you know introverted kid um that looked like he was having a great time with his members and things like that if this is what's hiding behind it then what other idols are out there that are just putting up a facade like that a fake persona and the fans are just liking this fake persona but we don't know their real selves yeah because i mean as a jbj stan we both stan jbj yeah um, that's what a jbj stan means (laughs) (laughs) um as joyfuls it was very hard to like read about it and like see everything because when i didn't know what was going on i saw so many people talking about it and i was like yo why the fuck they talking about like what he like why y'all like of course i got defensive automatically i was like what are y'all talking about like that's not even cool like what he do and then like i read everything and i was like oh my god like it was genuinely like devastating i was like damn and the thing is too is that a lot of people like a lot of the korean fans they were trying to bring light to this to international fans because international fans started defending him because basically what only got translated was that he had a girlfriend girlfriend. so obviously you know internationally a lot like fans really don't care about that like if they're in relationships Mm -hmm. but in korea it is like a big deal for korean fans but so a lot of international fans are just like like why are y'all making a big deal like he did nothing wrong being with a girlfriend blah 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 and then that's when the korean fans are like no like that's not what we're trying to tell you about it's about the situation with like his cats and like the other members and the stuff he did like missing schedules and throwing away fan gifts and you know that like as a fan I don't ever want to think that a person that I am a fan of would throw something like yeah just do something like that again it just opened up my 
mind like i'm really mad at him like i'm really upset with him that he didn't even like because apparently he had like a a separate instagram like a private instagram and he didn't follow like any of the jbj boys nobody he would just post on there and it would just be posts like when they were doing the signing of albums he would just be like oh like why are they like this this. like i hate this so he like hated being an idol and i'm like then why the heck did you even start to do this and you could see, I guess, like, his girlfriend would comment on things like that, like, LOL, like, you know, in a joking manner of everything that he would do. And that is, like, so disrespectful to everybody that puts you in your position right yeah. now. Like, that's such a slap Especially in the because face. because JBJ was a fan-made group. Like, that literally, too. the only way you ever would have been in JBJ is because of the fans, like, genuinely. Like, seriously, the fans were the ones that made this damn group, that wanted this group and made it happen. Like, and then, yeah, it's again, it's like, literally, it's like, you just kicked me in the throat and threw me under a bus and let the bus run me over three times. And he wrote an apology letter, too. But when I read it, I was just like, it doesn't even seem like. No, yeah, it didn't seem genuine. Remorseful. Like, Mm -hmm. he didn't have any remorse behind it, you know. Yeah, so I was was just just like, like, well, shit, I got caught, so I got to apologize. I got to post something. Yeah. What hurt me most is the cat thing because, like, he portrayed himself as, like, this guy that's, like, in love with his cats and, like, his logo for his official, like, like, thing. Yeah, like, like his his logo for himself. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. And find out, like, he put his cats up for adoption. He's only been using recycled pictures of them and shit. And I'm just like... Crush would never. What? God. <laughs> but it, yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Ever did anything like that? It's like mm-hmm. little things like that. Not only that, but then he brought them in. Like he adopted them. Like he brought them into the like the JBJ dorm, knowing that two knowing of the members, members like were yeah, allergic. there's two members. Yeah. I think it was Taehyun and Sangyeon that Sang-hyun, are allergic yeah. to cats. And then come to find out that when he was in the dorm with Xion too at their company, that Xion was the one that was taking care of them. Like yeah. Longu did not give. a two shits about these cats and i'm like wow like fake persona indeed but uh yeah we me and carolyn i'm not happy about it no i'm really sad about the whole situation i still love the rest of my jbj boys oh heck yes i can't even imagine what the fuck they probably are going through right now or like and it makes you question like did they even really get along with him yeah Yeah, relationship wise like how was their relationship because i know and i mean even recently he had a little like live thing of like gaming with Hyunbin. And I'm like, all right, what's the truth out here? Like, I know that Kenta and Donhan can't get enough of each other. All right. And same with like Taehyun and Sangyeon. Like those four like are out here. But what's the truth with Longu? Well, I guess we'll we'll update on developments as far as uh, Youngguk Stay tuned. Goes. We'll just, you know, hit them up and say what. Yeah, uh, we'll get an, a, get an official statement. Uh, just yeah, wait for yeah. that. Let's just, let me just page them Yeah, let quick. me call them up really quick. <laughs> and my um, beeper, my beeper phone. <laughs> another fuckery of the week, Sani. Oh, this man, he needs, just needs to stop what he, like, he's just a mess. Mm-hmm. He's a mess. He released a song called Feminist Song. <sighs> Like, uh, literally this is how literally. we feel okay so sonny came out and did this song called feminist or whatever and in it in the song it's just like basically he said not all men with this song and he said 
He's the like, don't why. blame men, blame the system. And I'm like, buddy, do you know who built the system? Men Man. built the system. <laughs> like, and if, oh my God, I'm like, listen, uh, you opened a hella can of worms with oh, this one. Yeah. He... And trying to say that you're a feminist, but your song is not saying that. Like, it's literally saying that you, again, you basically said not all men. My thing is, like, he's done some problematic shit already in the past. He just doesn't know how to keep his mouth closed. He's very, like, when it comes to women, I always found him to be very forceful. Like, yeah. he would a assert himself in situations that he didn't need to be in. And I, I proved myself right that he's a chauvinist, misogynistic pig. And it was just proved all over again. Yeah, like he basically did that himself and um, everybody's coming after him. So I know Sleek came out and did like a diss track for him. And basically, you know, at the end, she's like, I just want men to not kill me. I just want men to not rape me. I just want men to not make me a victim when they're doing all of these things to me. And I was just like, girl, yes, like tell him straight how it is. This was just another prime example of a man thinking that he owns the fucking world and that he could yep. come out with a song that literally showcases how misogynistic he is. Like, how can you be so proud of being a chauvinist pig that you make an entire fucking song about it? Like, <laughs> not only that, but then he came out on Instagram like, oh, I was going to let this one ride because everybody has their own opinion. I wanted everybody to like get their own opinion on the song. The and then I'm he, saying. yeah. And then he's like, he was just like, no, like if you read the lyrics, like this is meant to be on somebody else's like point of view. And I'm like, B, no, don't try to come at me with Shut this and explain and explain the song to me when you literally laid out exactly what you wanted to say. But now that it's like your fans are coming at you like, do you really think this? Because I'm about to drop you. Now you're like trying to save your butt, right? I'm just like, listen, get with the times. Like, and I know that right now. Um, I did read, uh, like, I saw a couple articles on, like, how nowadays with the Me Too movement and things like that, a lot of, like, women in Korea are just, like, leaving their hair short, A, because they like it, and B, because it's, like, their ideals is just to have long hair, and some people don't like that. So, anyways, so they've been, like, cutting their hair and kind of just, like, not worrying too much about makeup. And there's women that are getting, like, beat up down the street for minding their own business and not putting makeup on. And men are out there beating them up just because of this. What the heck is going on right now in this world? So I don't know what Sonny was thinking about this, but the outcome that he wanted is not, like, I don't even know what outcome he wanted with this. And he should have expected this. He should literally had expected this. But... He's not all there, so who knows? Truly. <laughs> he got dropped as a baby. <laughs> probably. Multiple times, probably. Multiple times. But Almost anyways, cares. let's move on. Let's move on to some happier news again with some comebacks Come for the week. Uh, we had a lot, a lot of new music out here today. Uh, well, not today, but this past week. <laughs> <laughs> Just today. Everything came out today. I guess let's start with Jenny um, for Blackpink. Yes. She came out with Solo. and it's, Which is it, her solo. Yes. Which I thought was really clever, at least when they announced it. And it was like, oh, it's her solo debut. And her song is called Solo. And I'm like, all right, I guess. But it's a freaking bop. I love it. I feel like it's like a very like chill and sexy vibes with her. The music video is 
beautifully shot, beautiful like scenes and with her. And I mean, she's beautiful, so it makes sense. Um, But I know that there's like a part in the music video towards the end and it's her in the center. And it's like about to be like the breakdown of like the chorus and it's like a and she's like in between a bunch of women and they're just like dancing and she's like dropping it like it's hot and I'm just like whoa I'm living through you right now because wow <laughs> and also I do want to say though that when she came out uh, I think it's like the second verse or something she starts rapping in English and I'm just like okay I was definitely not expecting that and I'm so with it and I just want to say that during the chorus it does sound like she said, bitch, I'm going solo. And when I first heard it, I was like, hold the hell up. But no, Jen. she's just saying bitchina. Like, she's shining because she's solo. I mean, I expected her to be the first one to get an album on her own. So she right. she got the star quality, you know, and it was proven again. I did, I did like the little dance move where she's like in the center and the dancers are like around her. You know what I'm talking about? I like that. And I, as Terika would say, if she was here, <laughs> I just made it sound like that meme that it's just like, I can still hear her voice. But, I'm <laughs> <not here." laughs> like, but no, Terika would say, this is Jenny's time to shine. Blackpink who? <laughs> like, You're right. Because they're probably going to do so much promo for Jenny because it's Jenny. Jenny in your area. Uh, B2B came back with Beautiful Pain vocal kings again again with the vocal kings yo okay i do want to say though like i was watching the music video and i'm like bro like you know this is so intense and like you know the sadness of the song but every time that chance up like shows up i can't help but laugh (laughs) i cannot take this man seriously it's because you know how funny he is exactly it's like i cannot (laughs) take him seriously he's out here like singing like man uh the heartbreak like i don't want to love nobody because what if i break up with them again and and i'm just laughing like <laughs> that's me with Sung Jay. Every time I see him, I just yes! <laughs> every time. Oh my god. But it's funny though, because when I was listening like reading the lyrics and watching the video, and it was just like, you know, the heartbreak of breaking up and you're scared to love again. I was just like, wow, I can't relate. The only thing that's relatable of that is like when one D left me. <laughs> when one direction <laughs> broke up. And said that they were gonna come back. That that was the breakup did. of my never life. Never trust men. I can't trust <laughs> men anymore. That ain't shit. Stupid Zane. It all started with that bitch. Seriously. Awesome. Let's stop talking about one direction. I know. <laughs> Monster X came out with the English version of Shootout. And obviously I've expressed that I love this song and I'm so happy they got so many wins with it because it's a bop. And with the shootout with the English version, I mean, obviously it's the same song, but the lyrics were really <laughs> well and um, like written and things like that. And not only that, but just like their pronunciation and all that stuff like i've mentioned before i know that they're probably not too too comfortable with english um so the fact that they went ahead and did this show new sounds like he's straight out from like down the street like wow great vocals great everything um yes and juhan at the beginning i was just like yes just come at me slap me slap me thank you oh oh i love juhan (laughs) 
Canada. She really went there. I know. I love Juvon. She fucking drove there. She stayed <laughs> there. <laughs> she went on a whole ass vacation there. <laughs> she bought property there. <laughs> Timeshare. <laughs> you better believe it. <laughs> she she invested in real estate while she there, bro. Anyway, okay. So day six just released a new song. Well, like the music video. Anyway, <laughs> did you guys see the music video? Uh, the one that was for the for the drama. Yeah, it was for the drama. Okay, okay, then like, yes. And it said part one. I said. <laughs> Oh, you don't say. <laughs> it's super, super cute. So day six came back. The song is called Chocolate. And um, it's for a drama called 19 and Rebellious. Mm-hmm. It's like a mini, mini drama on YouTube um, or um, Be Live. I'm sorry. And it's so good. It's so cute. And little baby from the unit is on it. And it's great. But the song itself, though, like, I absolutely love it. Like, it makes me feel mm-hmm. like. Summer it's like vibes. a nostalgic, yeah, it's like summer vibes, and not only In that, November. but it's like a, a happy-go-lucky okay. uh-huh, type yes. of vibe, mm-hmm. and it just goes so well, like, with the drama, because obviously it's like the drama's like when you're 19 and things like that, and I was listening to it, and I'm just like, oh my god, I reminiscing when I was in high school, too, and I'm like, damn, I'm old. <laughs> yeah, that was my first feeling, too. I was like, oh, what a, I was like, what a beautiful song, and then my second thought was, damn. I'm really getting up there. I know. (laughs) But I will say, though, (laughs) in the years of life, I'm really expanding my time. (laughs) But, yeah, no, I really like, though, that they it's like the part where they scream chocolate. All I can think about was SpongeBob, bro. (laughs) Chocolate. Literally. What they sell it? chocolate like that's all i can think about and i'm like this is perfect i actually the first thought i thought about was baby metal chocolate <laughs> oh you're right i love that song two types of, baby people. Baby metal. Baby metal. types of people okay well another type of sweet song uh crush came back oh, with lay your head on God. me i'm gonna talk about this this is crush's first full english song release a song completely in the English language, and I was shook. Shook. I was so shook. I listened to it like when it came out because he had been teasing it. He was like, "Oh yeah, it's gonna be an English release." And Jay Park was like, "Oh shit!" Like Jay Park even commented under the thing. He was like, "Oh shit, it's in English." And like I was hype. I was ready. And then it came out, and I wasn't expecting it to be what it was because it had a very like folky vibe to it. It was more like folky pop than like R and B than I expected. And then I was like. Because when I first listened it to it. It felt like a gospel song. Yeah. Well, it had like a really folky element because I like the like guitar in the background. Yeah. Gave me like really like super folky vibes. But like I when I listened to it the first time, because when you listen to a Korean artist sing in English for the first time, you don't really notice it's in English. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then so me I had even to, with normal English songs. Yeah. So I had to like <laughs> listen to it again and. The lyrics, I was just like, wow. Yo, this song gave me such a sense of, like, serenity and peace. Yeah. Listening to this man. And it was, like, a feeling of, like, you're not alone and things like that. And even with the lyrics itself. I see you suffering. Just know that I'm not alone. You can lay your head on me. And I'm just like, wow. Like, Like, it was, like, a sweet, sweet lullaby. but it it was beautiful. It was beautiful vocals and the visuals of the music video. Like, even that, I was like, wow. Every time I (laughs) I listen to the song, I think about how I'm going to hear it live in, like, two weeks. And I'm just like, wow. 
Yo, I'm mad I can't see him again. I'm really going to be like in a theater with him singing that beautiful ass melody in my ears. Oh my God. Anyway. <laughs> but yes, Crush. Crush is one of the singers for me. Y'all know I love him. Like when we like interviewed him, I just stared at him for the entirety of the whole fucking thing. It was, was great. Just, I was so like entranced by him and like when I see him live, when I saw him at South by Southwest, when I see him at KCON, like every time I'm just completely emerged and everything that that man is, his entire being is just a piece of artwork and I just ugh. And he's been hitting us with a lot of music lately, and like really constantly. Has. Release after release after release. And I'm just like, boy, all right, keep him coming. Keep him hey, baking. Gimme. Give Gimme give all it's, of it. His dog gotta eat. Okay. Yeah, right. it's off our you okay it's off our you okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wu one j also came out with a new song called cash um bomb as hell it has a really like low trap beat and one j's voice is so like dark and like deep and i'm just like yes king slay release a full album you coward stop giving me singles <laughs> so we have the two spectrums so for me concept wise lyric wise and and like concept of the song great will i go listen to it again no but, well, but it was like concept really wise into, yeah yeah i'm again i'm not really into like hip-hop like that so but the concept wise though and the lyric wise when it was just like cash basically makes you into like a zombie and kills you type thing yep. um i thought that that was really 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 clever um but flow wise like i just couldn't get into his flow like that um besides that visual wise i don't even know if the guy that was playing was him i don't know what this man looks like but <laughs> but i was watching like visual wise like it was very very creepy it went very well with that like lyric wise concept again like that's what i was really really about yeah but one jay like i said he signed it he's signed to aomg and i'm just aomg ceo sir j park neem and <laughs> sir dj pumpkin neem listen tell one jay to stop being a little bitch and give me a full-length album. Tell him my mama, mama said, said. <laughs> <laughs> that we need a full-length album. Okay, I need a full-length album. I can't be str- I can't be out here in a drought for months and then him come out with a single. Oh okay. my god. Sorry. I'm just really stressed and I love his voice and he's so good and he's so fine and I just need him in my life. Okay? Okay, next uh, hip hop. <laughs> there we go. Moving now we're on moving on to, on to the dad of hip hop, the father Truly. of K hip hop, Drunken Drunk Tiger. Tiger JK. Uh, Drunken Tiger is like a collaboration with him and a few of his like J- Tiger JK and like a uh, few DJs and stuff like that. And they have officially come back. Um, the, this is dr- technically Drunken Tiger, like the name Drunken Tiger, Tiger. This will be the last album that he makes under, well, he makes with the name Drunken Tiger. Yeah. From now on, he's going to be Tiger JK. And this was truly an ode to old school hip hop. Yes. And I loved it. Uh, Mantra, which is the title song, Bomb. The song he has with Namjoon, bomb. The song he has with Vernon, bomb. The song, all the songs that he the has with Jumofo and Yumi Ray, so good. Like, And you know what I liked? I know that, you know, like he, uh, he's like a generation one 
artists and he yep. included like artists from gen 2 as well as gen 3 so it's like yep. you see the different like generations of artists in the K like K hip hop no well not K hip hop itself but just like in the K pop world yeah. like Korean entertainment so that was really really cool to see and listen to and you know that the fact that he especially like for example with the song with uh with Namjoon like so Namjoon bad. has said it like even in the song he's just like don't worry dad like you're <laughs> you're not dead type thing I'm like all right <laughs> like yeah so. the song with Namjoon particularly is one of my favorite albums on the uh tracks on the album it gives me such a like old school like 90s hip-hop vibe it just it made me so happy i was just like yes everything about this is just amazing even with that like with the lyrics of that i know that they said something like he talks about like being like benjamin button or not being but like if you you play like if the play button is like benjamin button or something like that and i thought that that was really clever because again going back to like gen one two three type thing but it's like a song can take you back to like when you were younger or like a time or place that you were at or like another song that you've listened to when you were like it's relatable it's like kind of for me it was like music is relatable no no matter how old a song is yeah but he delivered which i mean of course i mean he's a legend just it's a great album everyone should listen to it it's super good um jin young came out with an ost for uh, it's called hold me but it's for top management it's another like little youtube um drama which are very popular nowadays and honestly go check him out there's a there's a youtube channel called playlist bomb i love all their dramas anyways same honestly <laughs> like wow i literally I, like, went and like, looked, up, them. looked up some of the actors and i'm like i need to follow you on instagram same um, like, <laughs> <laughs> anyways so Jin Young came up with a song called hold me it's really really sweet obviously it's like a romantic comedy type so, uh type drama so Wait, we are talking the- about Jin Young from got seven right Oh, yeah, it's, 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 okay. it is Jin Young from GOT7. That's why me, the JYP representative, is talking about it. Because okay. it could be, you know, like G- BAP. Everybody's, or, a, yeah, every B1A other Jin Young Jin ever. Young. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a really, really sweet song, obviously, with Jin Young's vocals, like power vocals, and um, everybody go check it out. Also, uh, my girl, Hyojin from Girls' Generation, came out with a song called Punk Right Now with Blau. So here we are again, my EDM wow. self, my raver self, and my K-pop world just oh my God. colliding. It's a, it's super, super good. A very um, upbeat, rhythmic song. And it's even like she even like kind of shuffles in like some of her um, dance moves in the music video, which I thought was really cute. Um, but she does have a part that she's like, I am reckless. But she doesn't just say I am reckless. She says, I am reckless. And I'm like, girl, roll them Mars. I see how it is. <laughs> Another bop, very, very rhythmic, very like gonna get you moving and grooving. Um, I mean, with Blau. So if you guys know who Blau is, then there we go. But those were some comebacks. Like, dude, let's do a little mini album review because Hotshot came oh. back, came back this week, and we've been waiting for this moment to happen. And wow, delivering. I listen when I think of Hotshot, like. I think of, like, their past albums, and I'm like, yes, okay, Kings, okay, um, like, yes. Uh, they have, with Hotshot for me, they have a really unique, uh, I don't know how to say it, they fit together very uniquely, like, each 
member has a very specific characteristic or a very specific way of doing things, but they fit so well together. And so um, with this EP, like the rapping and the singing, it just flowed so well together. And I just cannot wait for Songwoon to come back and like... I know, and it's all of them together. That's going to be yeah, beautiful. Because I feel like in groups, and even with, like, newest, like, of course the music is great, but there's that one element that's missing, and of course it's Minhyun. And now with Hotshot, this is great, and I love this, specifically Body Talks, but that's I love same. this album, but I just feel like if someone was in there, like, if he was just... He's like the missing piece. Now that you mentioned that though, Kat, with, um, so let's talk about, so the title track is called I Hate You. And in the music video at the beginning, all of the members are sitting down in a chair and there's an empty chair. And I'm like, yeah. oh my God, it's ever so good. It is, it is. And I was freaking out. And also when they're laying on the ground uh, at one point in the video, there's like an open space between two of them. Yes. And I'm just like, look yeah. at them. Oh my God. Like showing all the love and just waiting for him to get back, which let's not talk about this because 101 is coming back um next week podcast will be all about 101 y'all okay we are not ready emotionally and i'm gonna stop talking about it now okay anyway it's gonna be very quiet that whole podcast because she don't know (laughs) seriously yeah cynthia don't know nothing i listen to their songs i just don't she's not emotionally attached she's not emotionally attached like we i did this on purpose as soon as that as soon as i found out that the that they disbanded in a year i said nah i can't because like as soon as i'm in i'm in and i don't want to do that i don't want to put myself through that so i'll just be there for emotional support for you guys and also to talk about the jams and then there's yes. me and carolina and terica who not only did it with 101 but also did it with jbj which was oh. <laughs> and you and me <laughs> but anyways <laughs> moving on though? okay so hot shot hot but, shot no, yes so um their title track again is called i'd hate you it's a beautiful song it's a slower song at like oh my I god Le- leader man's me neither okay i was not expecting this sound so if we look at their past discography which again is just one album and one single but hey so that means that you can catch up real quick and listen to them and um but it's like i was not expecting this sound and like a softer side of them but i really really truly appreciated and i I liked it I I love this me like music video wise visuals were on point vocals on point even like concept wise like just with this girl coming in here and it's like I I love the scene that it's like Tay uh, Taehyun is following the girl and then he gets to the room and then the room is like it's just raining in the room and yep. he's just standing there and I'm like <gasps> beautiful I don't know what's going on but it's great so and I want to just say that I know that for this album. Uh, leader man's um jun hyuk he wrote a lot on it as well as san yeah jun san wrote on it too um so they were like involved in the album and uh the production of it which i think that that's awesome i'm just happy that kojung was able to be a part of it and that now after this comeback hopefully the next hotshot comeback will it'll be all be all six oh and that makes me really happy I do want to talk about Body Talk because it's my Yo, favorite song. That's my favorite song. It's on this a jam. Album. Like, so wow. Okay, so they got me fooled though because when I first heard the album, I was hella hype, um, like listening a to all these songs, song. and I'm like, oh yeah. And then it got to Body Talks, and I'm like, oh my god, this a sexy jam. I said I wanted another jam. rain on me, and they gave it to me with Body Talks. And then I read the lyrics, and it was like, I want to hold your hand. It wasn't a sexy jam. Was, and I'm like, we was oh. bamboozled. 
<laughs> we were hella bamboozled with that one. I was like, ooh, one. what they talking about? They talking about licking something, ain't they? They talking about kissing all about? No, they talking about holding my hand. I've never been so disappointed about something in my life. But but uh, but either way, I still like this song is my favorite off the album, definitely. Like, but there is a part that oh, I forgot who it was, but they're just like just ride right on it, and that's why I was like, yeah, that's yep. why this song got me got me all types of twisted. All right, like I thought it was gonna be, you know, yeah, and then it wasn't. I'm like. All right, but I still mess with it. Okay, like I still fucks with it. This my jam. I still fuck with you. <laughs> like seriously, but so it turns out to be like a sexy jam, but it's a sweet, sweet song, and I'm okay with that. A sexy jam with sweet lyrics. Exactly. There you go. Um, I do want to give a shout out to Better because I love that song too. I love the guitars at the beginning of the song, and I feel like it's like happiness in a song you're right paradise and is really great too that too oh yeah i freaking love that and you know what too i liked about this album like well their ep is that so the it's called um early flowering, flowering. and throughout all of the songs there's mentions of either petals or like flowers and things like that and i thought that that was so clever i don't know if it was meant to happen but sure it did it was. Yeah, and I thought that that was really nice that they kept that throughout the whole thing. For one last note for me for for Paradise is like it makes me kind of just want to like lay somewhere like on a grass like a grass field and just listen to it while laying on on the grass just listening to like nature and things like that. Too bad you live in the swamp, so <laughs> like you're right. <laughs> My note, my note is that if you have a song called Paradise, it's already my jam. So. You're right. <laughs> every song, Honestly, you're right. every song that any group has come out with, and if it start, and if it's called Paradise, I fuck with it. <laughs> like, it's like her fit. Yes, I was gonna say God Seven's Paradise. Then yeah, beautiful. Yes. Yeah. All in all, an awesome EP. Really, really cool and good good Yay, songs good shot. lyrics I'm hot so shot happy. is delivering and i again can't wait for someone yeah for ot6 to come back and i'm yeah. just happy that they're getting recognition and that they're just thriving shall we do songs of the week doom, doom, doom. Doom, doom, doom. cynthia my song of the week is q by god seven Oh, <gasps> and oldie but a goodie. Yes, my favorite album from them ever. Sorry, not sorry. Oh my god, I love that song so good. I've been jamming to it. I've been listening to that whole album actually, like on repeat. Nice. I feel it though. I feel it. <laughs> um, my song of the week is not a K-pop song. It is a Mando pop song. <laughs> Ooh, and who? it is um nine percent's Rule Breaker. Uh, nine percent. Oh. If you guys don't know, here we go is a group that was made very on, dangerous very dangerous but they were made on idol producers so they're similar to one-on-one 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 we're already ma- making making up names so we don't have to deal with the, <laughs> with the <heartbreak. laughs> we're already it's pushing a defense it mechanism. mechanism yeah we're yes. already pushing it to the back of my head um they're similar to 101 where they were put together on a sh- survival show um it was called idol producer <laughs> and nine percent it took like it's taken like eight months it's like six or eight months from when the show ended to now where their debut with rule breaker and it's just so good and they're such a good group together and i'm just 
<laughs> I didn't know that I could bias every member of a group until nine percent existed, and now here I am. But yeah, I've been hella into Mando Pop lately. So if mm-hmm. you guys know she, any Mando uh, Pop artists, let me know. She showed me their music video, and I was I was watching it. I was like, "Ooh, he cute. Ooh, he cute. Ooh, he cute." And then when I would say their names, they would be oh like, my God. "Wait." <laughs> what's their name and i'd be like oh that's Chang Chang," and then they'd be like his name is Chang Chang." and i'm like yeah and they're like who's that one and i said that's nong nong and they're like his name is <laughs> nong nong and i was like yeah and then they were like who's that one and i was like that's zing zing and he said that her name is zing zing and i said yeah <laughs> and i said you need no <laughs> i thought that that was so funny though like i, I looked them up and i saw their names so i'm just like they did that on purpose <laughs> Well, the thing is, like, Nong Nong, his name isn't actually Nong Nong. His name is Lee Nong, but, like, Nong Nong is his nickname. Yeah. It's just cute. Just think about it. Like, little Nong Nong. <laughs> and then baby Justin. Oh. Oh, Justin. I remember and listen, him from just produce. Bon Chang Chang is, like, one of the hottest men I've seen in my life. So we're just going to leave that there. Anyway. That was our mini stand corner of the week. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, my song of the week is Colors by Izone. Ooh, you're right. But yeah, I've been listening to Colors by iZone a lot. I freaking love the song and Girl Groups Thriving. I'm here for it. Woo! Anyways, that concludes another week of us talking about random stuff. Truly. Join us next week on a Tuesday. I'm uh, not looking at pictures of me. <laughs> Join us next week uh, when we have a mental breakdown over 101's last comeback. Um, Where I will be the... What is that? The mediator. Host. Yes, I will be the hostess of um, this meltdown. And you'll just hear Cynthia talking and then three. <laughs> Crying in the background. Crying. I'll be like, and the next song is called. And uh, then Carolina will be like, <laughs> I'll be the translator. I'll say, she said that Ong is the most beautiful boy in the whole world. <laughs> And then he'll, he she'll be like, everything. Kat, how do you feel? And I'll be like, and then I'll say, and she said <laughs> that she will never love anyone as much as she loves them. <laughs> oh, my God. So whether you are dreading the 101 comeback or, uh, you know, seeing Ace in nine days, woo, ah, woo. make sure you always fangirl, fangirl on.